Proactive Athletes is the premier place that empowers student athletes to overcome the challenges of college sports recruitment. Their unparalleled expertise and influential network will guide you towards realizing your fullest potential. At Proactive Athletes, they understand that each student athlete is unique, facing their own set of obstacles. That's why their dedicated team takes the time to comprehend your individual needs, providing a comprehensive hands-on approach tailored to your success. With their personalized attention and unwavering support, they ensure your satisfaction every step of the way. Through their vast network, they have successfully connected with over 2.3 million coaches, giving your child's profile the exposure it deserves. In fact, their student-athletes' profiles have been viewed by an astounding 716,000 coaches, solidifying their reputation as the go-to platform for recruitment. What sets them apart is their data-driven approach, allowing them to make informed decisions that result in better outcomes for their student-athletes. By harnessing the power of data, they maximize your child's chances of success as they embark on the next chapter of their athletic journey. Join the ranks of proactive athletes and unlock your true potential. Let them amplify your talent, connect you with coaches that want you but may not have known about you, and pave the way for your future success. Together, they will defy the odds and ensure that your dreams become a reality. Don't wait any longer. Get proactive in your child's recruitment process today by visiting proactiveathletes.com. And make sure you use Shark Effect 10 for 10% off. I was trying to uh, lift myself up. That was the big, the biggest part. You know, keeping up with the Joneses in the NFL. Had every, you know, a car, every, a new car, like every other year, if not every year. Jewelry, all this type of stuff. That was, I don't want to say it was covering things up for me, but it, um, it was something that I was trying to present to the world, and it wasn't really me. Welcome to the Shark Effect. I'm your host, Alex Molden. I'm a former NFL veteran, and now I'm a leadership and personal development speaker and coach. In this podcast, you will hear inspirational and humorous stories from leaders of all walks of life, from current and former professional athletes, coaches, authors, experts, executives, and successful business owners. Discover how these leaders not only overcame obstacles, but also learned core principles that led to their success when leading others. Welcome to the Shark Effect once again, and I'm your host, Alex Molden. Uh, appreciate all the support. Uh, I, I, I took a two-week hiatus. You know, I've been doing this for almost 50 weeks, so your boy needed a little bit of a break. But I'm back, and, um, and I'm going to start this off with uh, this story. And it's a story of how I spent $24,000 on a pair of Rolexes. Now, I spent $24,000 on two, Ro two Rolex watches. And I learned two very, very valuable things. And number one, um, well, I'll tell the story first. You know, my rookie year, signed my contract. I was with the Saints, and 
you know, I, I, I never had real money before in my life. And I was 22 years old and I'm trying to, to kind of fit in with the cool kids, right? And I don't know what's what I'm buying. I don't even know what the stuff I'm buying. I just I know, bought a house, first time ever doing that, 22 years old. <laughs> you know, bought a nice little ride. And, and then one of the dudes on the team, Willie Rofe, you know, he was an all-pro, uh, super cool, cool dude. Played offensive lineman for many years. Actually, he's in the Hall of Fame. And he said, hey, hey, number one, you know, come to my house. And this was like after our first game. Hey, come to my house. I got my jeweler in town. You need to come check him out, man. He got some cool stuff for you. So I'm number one. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Willie Rofe, you know, he's he's uh, he's welcomed me into his house, you know, with all of his homeboys and, you know, some of our teammates. And then number two, like, man, I'm. You know, I'm kind of, I'm in the in crowd. And I go to his house, you know, this, this jeweler has all this beautiful, I've never seen jewelry like this before. And I wasn't a big jewelry, jewelry guy, you know, in, in high school and uh, in college. So, I mean, I get this, I, I get there and I'm checking out all the man got rings. He got necklaces with pendants and Jesus pieces and earrings and he has some Rolexes and one caught my eye. And now if you were to see this, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um, um, it was gold and diamonds all through the band. Diamonds all the, the bezel. It was ridiculous. Like, Man, it was beautiful. And I saw it and I was like, you know, and then on top of that, I'm getting Willie, you know, who's a big influencer on the team. He's a leader. And he said, oh, oh, number one, you got to get this one. Oh, this is you. This, this you, you play corner. Oh, this is you. And I saw it. And at the time, I wasn't even looking at prices. I really didn't at that time in my life. I saw it. I loved it. I got it. <laughs> and this watch cost $14,000. And I paid cash right then on the spot. No credit. No Venmo. No PayPal. Hard cash right there. And got it. And it was beautiful. I loved it. I wore it, you know, as much as I could. <laughs> and... After the season, I had a chance to uh, to hang out with one of my close friends on my duck, on Oregon Ducks, really close. And, um, you know, we went to Vegas together. We went to Vegas, had a couple of my homeboys. He had a couple of his, his buddies, right? And we went there and had a ball, you know, hang out in Vegas. I'm young, you know, at the time of single. And we were just hanging. And then we end up for from one for whatever reason, we just got one room, one big room, cup two beds or whatever. And you know, a lot of us slept on the floor, you know, slept on the bed, whatever. And I end up taking out taking off my Rolex. And I put it on the dresser. 
you know, and, you know, Vegas, you don't go to bed until 3 or 4 in the morning. So did that, woke up maybe around 10 or 11, and my Rolex was gone, vanished. And I'm thinking, you know, who who took it? Did I misplace it? Did it did it fall? Uh, and I didn't have I didn't pay any insurance on it. I didn't put any insurance on it. And I woke up. I said, "Man, anybody take my watch? Who has my watch? Stop playing games." And I didn't know my buddies, his friends. I didn't know them very well. I met them once or twice, but that was it. And at that moment, once that day, and, you know, I was, I was hot. I was heated. I wanted to go through everybody's bag. I was asked to make sure nobody, you know, and a lot of them, you know, assumed or thought that or put the place to blame on uh, housekeeping. Oh, housekeeping must have came in. The hell, no, no housekeeping didn't come in. It's one of y'all. And that valuable lesson was... My, my relationship with my close friend, we were damn near brothers. Known him for four years. And I thought that his friends were an extension of him. My friends, I only had one of them. And I've known him since we was in seventh grade. I knew it, I knew it wasn't him. He was my brother. Actually, it was two. It was my twin brother and then my good friend. I knew it wasn't them. But I thought that I could trust having someone that I'm really close with, that his relationships were close enough that it matches his character. I learned something that day. I can't trust anybody. Even if I know you, I can't trust the people that you know. I don't know their character. So that was my first, uh, the first part of this teachable moment. <laughs> and what $24,000 worth of Rolex watches taught me. Uh, so that happened during the summer. And best believe, when I got back to New Orleans the week later, I got... I bought another Rolex watch. Now this one, it was gold, and it didn't have as many diamonds in it. Like it only had, it had the bezel flooded, and it only had the center of the band. You know, was was diamonds, but it was it was a little bit toned down, and I end up I end up um, getting that same jeweler. Took care of me, you know, my, my guy Willie. I, I I kept that for a couple of years until I went to the Chargers. I went to the Chargers, and I remember our first road trip. It was a preseason game, and, um, you know, preseason game, you still get dressed up. You're supposed to wear a suit. You know, this was before the, the whole uh, baggy clothes, sweats that you would wear. Now you dress professional. And so I had my little suit on, you know, my little earrings, my little, you know, my Roly. Uh, <laughs> I was married, you know, now. So I had my little flushed out, f 
flooded out diamond uh, wedding ring. And um, I end up, you know, walk on the plane. And, and you have to understand the culture of the NFL. It is a fashion show. Do not get it twisted. Whether you go in a locker room or you, especially when you're traveling, it's a fashion show. So I'm come on there and I think I'm doing something, right? I walk on the plane. I got my, my, uh, I think my coach or Louis Vuitton, I can't remember, bag. And I'm walking on the plane and I, uh, and I walk on. The first person I see is Junior Seau. And he says, uh, uh, buddy, is, is that a Rolex? And I'm like, why, yes, Junior, it is a Rolex. <laughs> and he's like, uh, that's a Rolex, right? I said, yeah, that's a, yeah, yes, yeah, Roly. And he said, why would you do that? What you talking about, Junior? Why would you have all those diamonds on a Rolex? Alex, it's a Rolex. That's like having a Bentley and putting 24-inch rims on it. You don't, you don't need to. It's a Bentley. <laughs> and that hit me. Like, and this was one of the most successful guys, not just on our team, but in, in the city and in the NFL, one of the most successful. I mean, he's, he's successful on the field, but he also has multiple businesses that's doing great. He had a restaurant, this dude, and he, he was, you know, suit, didn't have a tie, and didn't, wasn't gaudy with this stuff, but he was telling me something. And, and he said, uh, you know, you're not going to be able to wear that forever. Yeah, you, you're not going to be able to wear that to the grocery store, Alex. You can't wear that every day. And man, <laughs> so I said, okay, Junior, whatever. And I walked to my seat and I came, I walked on that plane and I was feeling pretty good about myself. Man, after that conversation, I was like, man, what was I doing? Now, you know, you know, I get it, you know, fashion-wise, and, you know, I, I love jewelry. Not as much now. I'm a little bit older. I don't wear, you know, I don't wear it like I used to. But it just, it, it taught me a little bit something, that brief conversation. And I think it can apply to anybody. I was trying to uh, lift myself up. That was the big, the biggest part. You know, keeping up with the Joneses in the NFL. Had every, you know, a car, every, a new car, like every other year, if not every year. Jewelry, all this type of stuff that was, I don't want to say it was covering things up for me, but it, um, it was something that I was trying to present to the world. And it wasn't really me. I wasn't. I thought it was. I tried to make it a part of me, but it really wasn't. And, you know, I'm practical now. You know, I, I, I traded that Rolex in. I have a, a plain, what they call it, plain Jane. I got a plain Jane Rolly. And um, it's something that I'm not embarrassed to wear. I can wear it every day. Those other watches, especially the first one, that was ridiculous. I couldn't wear it. I couldn't wear that out. I would get robbed. 
<laughs> number one. <laughs> and I would just look like, like an idiot. And um, now I understand like who I am. And I don't need all those other things to dress myself up. I'm very, um, I know the impact. I know who I am. I know the impact that I can have. And I don't need cars, watches, all the fancy clothes to prove to people who I am. I think I can now, I can prove to people who I am. I don't need to prove it, but just conversations. Whether it's one-on-one -on -one or the, the different conversations we have now right on social media is I can present myself and know that I'm a, I have a, a greater impact. So I wanted to keep it short today, but just some things that I've learned uh, from my escapades in the NFL and spending $24,000 worth of watches and what that can do for you. <laughs> All right. So thank you for lending me your ear. Uh, have a blessed rest of your day. And I look forward to speaking with you and hearing from you. Please, if you like what you're hearing, if it's giving you anything, please subscribe, rate, and review. I love those. I think those are dope. All right. I'll see you on the other side. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Shark Effect Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at thesharkeffect.com. Thanks for listening. It's here, finally. My book, The Ultimate Playbook for High Achievement. You can get it on Amazon in the uh, paper paperback version, or you can get it on Kindle. And who this book is an in, intentionally created for is for those who are looking to transition, whether you was an athlete or an executive or a successful entrepreneur or whatever, if you're looking to transition into something different, this book can help you. I break it down, I lay down the foundation of who you want to be. I have a chapter in there that breaks down and boils down leadership, which is influence. And you gotta understand these 10 influencers that can help you with decision making, that can help you with influencing others. And how are you influenced? I have chapters in there that really breaks down my system of assignment, alignment, and adjustment. Um, recognizing the power of your environments is a chapter. Developing your own procedures, creating relationship roadmaps, using adversity to your advantage, right? Because we all go through tough times, but how do you flip it? How do you use it to power you, okay? And then developing your own standards. So these are things that can help anybody, not just not just athletes. Now, there's some stories in there, you know, that covers topics that that resonate with athletes. But I think overall, this book can help um, anyone who is looking to transition into becoming successful in something new, something different. OK, so make sure check it out. Amazon, the ultimate playbook for high achievement.